Hello and welcome back to episode two of the runs with me, Gareth Blackwell, and my course Nicky Playo. Second episode, teething problems. I lost the start of the recording of the episode. So here we are. Thank you for coming back. We hope you enjoy. And Nick, we've had some feedback this week. Yeah, I had uh, good positive feedback from a few people and nice to always hear that. And yeah, thanks to everyone that listened and a few bits of pointers and advice for us as well. I was always Andy because obviously it's new for us. So yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, you're in bigger running circles than me really, isn't it? Because... Like we know by now, I'm inconsistent and you're uncoachable, but you do do a bit more running than me. So it's good to get feedback from runners and non-runners as well, because that's what you wanted to be a little bit about, wasn't it? A bit of everything for a bit of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, obviously, like you said, a couple of the club members that said few nice words to me and a couple of the other boys down the pub, just not even runners, have even mm. listened and tuned in, said they enjoyed. So let's hopefully we keep our going. Yeah, any like newfound fame, strangers dropping you in the street? Are you the guy off our podcast? <laughs> no, mm. not yet. I have. No, neither have I. But you know who has? Yeah. My brother has. No. Someone in work said to him, um, how long have we been doing a podcast then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did he have to sign any autographs? Oh, I, I, we have it all the time. Like it's mad. Um, he'd be sitting on a train, and people would come and sit by him. People would come and sat by him and spoke to him on a train all the way to Cardiff. And um, no, no, thinking it's you. not a scooby like. <laughs> and he just has a conversation, and he texted me said, "I just spoke to someone for twenty minutes, thinking it was me, thinking it was you." Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And we got the same parents, obviously, but. We don't look the same. Everyone else says we do, don't they? But I don't know. But yeah, so Alan you is lapping it up. You don't think we do look similar. Hmm. I don't know. But I think my um, social media usernames don't help either, really. I imagine there's a bit of confusion oh. with that. But yeah, so yeah. Alan has had a bit of newfound fame. Congratulations, Alan. Enjoy it. Lap it up. What else so do we want to 15 minutes. Yeah. 15. He's back running as well. It's good. Yeah, good man. I did see a couple of things on Strava now and again with him, so that's yeah. good. Inspiration, isn't it? Ben Keo, <laughs> since he's listened to the podcast, I heard the council outside, outside his house the other day replacing the tarmac. He's been turning up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he's ventured outside yet, though. So he's just treadmill. Yeah, he's, tre- he's going to go out tomorrow. Today, we'll check after this if he's been out. He will. Yeah, yeah. Have a look on the leaderboard. He's there. The leaderboard, Strava leaderboard, everyone's getting, well, I don't get anyone's actively getting involved, they're just out running and joining the group, but it's quite fun, quite humbling to watch that ticking over for me as well. I might, I'm thinking about putting my Strava back on to get involved in my own group as well, so I think I'll knock that back on, maybe start the next week, see if I can do 110k in a week like all is it? Yeah, get a month's step. Yeah, Ollie was leader last week, was he? Uh, what did he do, 110k? 110, he Malaga, I think, yeah. Fair play. Yeah, Ollie Bartlett, he's doing Malaga Marathon, which I think is in two weeks. So, yeah, he's obviously pounding it out now and in good shape, the looks of his training. Yeah, flying. There we are. Happy days. What were you? What um, How's your training going this week? What have we doing? Ah, just started today. Had a couple of cross country races the last two weeks, so yeah, it's gone all right. The last couple of weeks, it's been enjoying it. Bit of fun, bit of different stuff. Cross country, I do enjoy. Yeah, it's hard, but a bit different to what I usually do rest here, so that's been good. My dear, yeah. I've got like a boot buddy for your cross country shoes. Got a boot. 
I haven't got a boot buddy, no. Not a sponsor but... we could reach out to. Boot buddies. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just use a bowl of water and a rag, man. Old school. Some fairy liquid. Like... Yeah, but I don't clean up straight away. That's like two weeks later when I go to the next race. It's like, yeah. shit. You get one of them, like, um, the rough brushes, isn't it? They're really good. I do the same by <laughs> mistake, really. I just you get dirty and I chuck them out the garden. And then when you go and grab them, they go there, dry mud, haven't they? And I just brush them and it comes off. Crust, crust the mud on them. Crust still them. probably wet. Hanging. Ah, happy days. Um, Newport, they booked Newport now. That's done. So we spoke about that yeah, on the fine. last episode. Explain that now the city half in there, not uh, the marathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say marathon? Yeah. I'm not ready for no, marathon. Just, you said Newport. Some people get confused with the marathon when they're in April. Yeah. Newport, end of March. Newport City marathon. Beginning. Beginning. Is it? I'm running out of Beginning time. Beginning of now. March. March. March the 3rd, Newport City half. Yeah. I'm thinking of entering that as well. I'd probably be looking at my, what I'm planning. I think I might be uh, jumping in yeah. as well. Okay. We. It's like we read, they read our minds or listened to the podcast as well, because I paid 10 or less for an entry without the finishers to you. The tea, I know. You did say, you mentioned to me that. Oh, see, they listened to us already. I know. That's ridiculous, outrageous, that it is. Well, it's a lot, isn't it? Like, like you say, I'd rather, yeah, probably pay 10 or less. And some races, like I said, yeah. I would like the tea. Not all the time. No, like the majors and stuff, you know, you've got to have, uh, and if they're made by reputable, but. Cardiff half just says 2XL on my t-shirts every time I buy it, I get them. There's nothing else on the inside. <laughs> I think it's what the bananas have been delivered in and they just unwrap them and give them out as t-shirts as well. <laughs> um, so that's book. I've been training for that. That's I've enjoyed enjoying training. Still going. Accountability showing up. I've been showing up for a month now, I think. So getting about 80% of the sessions done. Going well, mate. Going yeah. well. That's a good start. Especially this time of year, winter, mate. Oh, it's not the best time. It's cold. It's so cold. Like, it's not so cold when you get out. It's only been frosty one morning, I think. It's just getting out of bed is the task, isn't it? That's the thing. That's the hardest bit, getting up out the door. There we are. And you have got good fridge for London as well again? Yes. Uh, sadly, I don't know if everyone knows, but it didn't get the Tokyo ballot after. So that was getting last week. It was a bit of a downer all week. But then yesterday evening, I had the finally off London, the good fridge spot. So luckily enough, I've got that to fall back on and go up to London and do that again. So something now to aim for, I suppose, early in the year. Well, early, say it's end of April. But yeah, it's a target marathon for then, no? Does that... Build a case for Tokyo or anything as well, then, or Tokyo is just luck of the draw next year now, is it? It's relevant, mate. It's luck of the draw. Like I say, with most of them, you've got a chance if you can run quick enough in your age category, you get a good for age place. It's called in London. It's different on all yeah. the other ones. It's BQ, Boston College, New York College, something else, so on. But yeah, so <clears throat> no, Tokyo, like I say, I uh, looked into it a bit more and. Yeah, it's just no other thing I can do. The only thing I could do is the original first ballot, charity ballot, is offered to pay a stupid amount, but I'm going to have to weigh that up next year when we get there. Yeah. Or just don't book it, turn up, and refuse to not run it. Yeah. Or run it on the pavements it. alongside the route. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, the medal. Unofficial, yeah. 
Right, we got a guest on this week as well. Do you want to tell him who the guest is? I'll send him the link now. Yeah. Uh, so this week, uh, club teammate of mine from Ogmore Phoenix and also Sunday club bunny, Nicky Bennett, has agreed to come on and chat to us about his running journey and what he loves about it, what he hates about it, and how he got into it, etc. So yeah. we'll get him on now. I've sent him the invite. Hopefully, he has, I don't know if he's gone for a nervous poo or anything, but he hasn't gone on to blue ticks yet. Hopefully, he comes on shortly. But Nicky's been, um, he's had a bit of a glow up, haven't he, the last couple of years? Yeah, well, we're getting through with him now and speak to him about it. But yeah, the last few years, he's gone mentally quick. He's smashing it out, fair play to him and pushing himself and getting up there. The fast boys. Here we go. <laughs> Can you hear me? Nicky Bear. Yes, we got you. Oh, God. What have I signed myself up to? Really fine. <laughs> How's it going? Are you right? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Strong moustache, uh... Nick. Ah? Strong moustache. No, it's not. It's not. It's really not that good. It doesn't get any better every year I do it. The problem is, right? Look at the middle. You've missed in. <laughs> the middle's bright. bloody missing. And what's it called? The amount of people who said to me on um, Sunday were like, oh, look at your tash. Where's the fucking middle gone? I'm like, not all I can do, but that is it. Leave the middle. Go in Yeah, let me try and, hang on, let me try and move you. Or move me there. Yeah, you good. Happy days, Nicky. Both the Nickies. Should we start with cross country the last couple of weeks? You both represented. Yeah, I just briefly mentioned in the build up, Nick, before we joined in. But yeah, you know, we've had two good cross country races. That's what we've been up to. You know, talk us through them. Yeah. You mean to do that now? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one up. In- yeah. What yeah. about Wales? So you both represented South East Wales. No, it's South. It's just South Wales. Yeah, it's just North v East v South v West. Okay, so how did you qualify for that? So there was the Pembrey Gwent race, wasn't it, Nick? That was the qualifier yes. race for it. So we, you basically have to run that to be kind of within a shout. Otherwise, you're kind of reliant upon like a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the wild card situation is kind of based upon like who you know and you know who your friends are, etc. So. If you run that and you run a half decent run, which the pair of us did, then you're kind of within a shout. So I think we were both like, I think there was 15, max 15 a team and we were both auto selected for it. So yes. you kind of get in that way, basically. On on that day done in Pembrey, which is a Gwent League race and also these as a qualifier, you got your age categories. If you come in the certain top, however many, mm-hmm. you'll get an invite to the then into regions, which we both lucky enough to have run quick enough on the day and went up there and what was it like Nick that course and <laughs> the worst I've ever run in terms of in terms of bogginess and muddy is the worst I've ever done and yeah. I haven't I mean like I haven't done that many because like I've been running for as long as other people but that was a massive eye-opener in terms of you know that's 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 the race that's basically going to make me buy a pair of spikes because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get away with it going forward now no, it will no it was mad. It was like it was like ankle deep for most of it, and then parts of it were just 
up to your shins, like wade in through it in like a couple of small patches. It was, but but a great day and great fun, wasn't it? it was yeah, yeah. You know, you see like Blackie, you might have seen like, you know, the ones where you see like on the UK, like the Parliament Hill ones in England, whatever, where it is literally like ankle deep mud and that's where England have like their national champs. It was just like that. It was just as bad because obviously the weather's been so poor, isn't it? Yeah. The last couple of weeks. And that just oh, don't help. Lovely. So, cross country just fills the gap, does it? Throughout the kind of winter. Um, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, from my point of view, it does. Yeah, it's kind of like the majority of the races we end up doing in the winter and the autumn are kind of off-road stuff. Um, you know, we obviously have the BCRL League yeah. in Bridge End in summer, but that that is, that is, the majority of those courses are technically cross-country, but because the weather is much better in the spring and the summer than it is the autumn and the winter... The, the terrain is never as bad. Do you know I mean like the majority of people who run them will run in like road shoes because it's just it's just like flat grass, isn't it? Oh, Do you know I mean? Yeah. But um yeah, I mean it's kind of like it's our it's the closest thing, Nick, you probably agree with me on this, but like it's the closest thing we get in running in terms of like a team event. Yeah. Because it's more cross country is more about how the team does rather than the individual. I mean, all of the leagues that we're in, there's no prizes for coming first, second, third. There's no individual prizes. No medals. It's more around how your team does. No coasters. Which, you know, you need... Yeah. No medals, no coasters. It's all on the team. The team yeah. standings and, you know, whatever division you're in, where you finish that division. So that, that is good, like Nicky just said. It's, it's good for us to, like, try and get as many members as we can there. Nicky pushes in more than me, yeah. obviously. And uh, it's more, you feel more of a part of the team and more of a responsibility to turn up and run well. Yeah, you do. Definitely. Yeah, not last week as well. So the stripey vest was South Wales. I quite like that yeah. vest. Yeah. And last week nice. was back to Ogmore in the Norrell. Yeah. That didn't look very nice either. Uh, I mean, it was. I mean, it's not pancake flat. Like. Oh, uh, I know. I, I know that from first-hand experience of this park <laughs> run. It's the only park yeah. run that's four hundred kilometers long. I think. Yes, <laughs> you didn't enjoy that. I hated and all. I think that's where I started to go downhill again and eventually stopped running. <laughs> I'll never run the all ever again. Yeah, I've never done the park run around there, but obviously Nick was telling me about it on Sunday that it's a very much a looped course. <sighs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not for me. Cross country. No. So, Nick, Nicky Bennett, how long have you been running? Yeah. Oh, how, so how long have I? Been, how long do I say I've been running? Yeah, well, Basically, I had a deep dive through your Strava. So you tell me how long you've been running, and I'll tell you how long you've been running. So, so <laughs> like, so I kind of when people ask me this is like I kind of refer to like I used to do the odd runs once or twice a week, etc. Before I went to my first park run. Okay. But I didn't. I was ne- I would never say I was addicted to it until parkrun number one so from my point of view i would say like early 2019 is kind of where i really got into it but you will probably see if you've been trawling through my stats or whatever you will see that i've done the odd race or two before then as well yeah but since 2019 you've considered yourself a runner yeah yeah i think since like i I can remember back to the first park run I did and Nick wasn't there. I have a funny feeling, Nick, and I can't remember exactly, but I have a funny feeling you might have been doing a marathon the weekend, that weekend or something like that, anyway. Was it the first my stake one? Yeah, so my first park run was at my stake, yeah. So number one was 
up there. I remember you not uh, being able to make that. February 19th. Yeah. February 19th. I don't know where you were, but I remember because Nicky play or campaigned for it for months and months. And then I think I remember you being quite annoyed that you couldn't make the first run then. Yeah. Their campaign, I just wanted a local park run on my bus. <laughs> yeah, you wasn't walking around town with placards. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't have to talk to the call. I have nothing to do with it. I mean, the other team that put it on, uh, you know, Nicky will testify, they're, they're there week in, week out, yeah. rain, hail, shine. Yeah. I do remember, I do remember, Nick, that, like, when I first started going up there, there was a there was a spell of time, which, you know, you obviously talked before about, like, how your way was work, etc. a lot of the time. I, there was a spell of time where you didn't do it for something like six months because you were either training for something yeah. or you were just away with work all the time. Yeah, there was, I think it was, it might have been a year, I can't remember. There was, like, I'd done about 10 in a year. It was ridiculous. Yeah, you literally, yeah. Hard, you literally hardly made an appearance up there. So, like, yeah. yeah, I think that was when... All the fast boys turned up to take you patch and you went into it, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he tells me stories about how he used to be um, Nicky Puglio versus Rowan Hobbs. Oh, that yeah. was regular Ro- occurrence, yeah. Every Rowan weekend. used to always beat me in fairness. <laughs> yeah, I don't But, um, yeah, Black, so, like, when I, go, when I go back, it's like, yeah, so start of 2019 is when I proper kind of got into it, etc. Yeah. Okay, so where do we go from there? How many Cardiff halves have we done? Because we did, you, you, Cardiff half was a big push for this. So that was target, my understanding, yeah. from your socials. Yeah. So when did you so do your Cardiff half? So I've done it until you go. So I did it I did it when I was 21 in 2014. Are we not counting that? Um, I did, uh? Are we counting that? Yeah. What time yeah. was that? Two hours, 14, something like that. You can smile if you want, but that's still faster than I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so like two hours fourteen, and bogged at like eight miles, and just yeah, yeah. I did, I, I, we did this, we did this through work. We did this through work for a charity. We did it for ten of us, I think, ten of us cancer care. So oh. I kind of said at the time, I was like, oh yeah, why not? I'll give it a bash, and yeah. I think the the more annoying thing with that day. Was I remember? I think I did my last kind of like longest training run like two weeks before, and I did like twelve miles in under two hours. So I run quicker two weeks before than I did actually on the day, something like that. So yeah. But now you know how to manage with training and everything, I guess. Now and it's all been training. Yeah, training is key. Yeah. What did you do? Training is key. Yeah. So I've done it. So I've done it in fourteen, nineteen. Did it twice in 22 because it was the delayed was gonna, one in the mark. Yeah, I thought you went wrong twice. Twice, twice do a second lap. <laughs> twice in 2022, one in the March and one in the October. Oh, and yeah. Obviously, so five times, yeah. And how fast is it this year? Uh, 1.13.54. Just a second, how faster than the first time? Lots. Yeah, so, so, so those who know me will know that was my goal for last year. Okay. March last year, I kind of wanted to kind of do it about around an hour quicker than I did it in 2014. And I missed it by two minutes. We'll get on to the importance of those little, because two minutes to me is like, so, two minutes. But we know that it's important to actual runners, seconds and milliseconds and minutes, right? 100%. How did you take it down an hour? Um... Well, I mean, obviously, like like we just said, so like I start, so like kind of properly got into it in like 2019. Um, 
obviously you when you when you get into it you start training more you start doing the right sort of stuff etc i mean like i like i said it's like i kind of dabbled with a little bit of running before 2019 like i used to do the odd race and maybe run on the treadmill in the gym a lot yeah. but nothing like nothing like you that i do now in the last couple of years etc so i think just a combination of just training and like you know, we we might come on to talk around like Parker and etc. In, in how it works in the future, but you know, I Parker to me when I first got on board was my weekly kind of like barometer to see where I am in terms of like okay, start at this time and then chip weight it etc. etc. And then obviously over time, then you use that then to kind of gauge yourself in terms of like ah, so this is what I could be able to do now at ten k at half etc. and marathons if you're into that. So yeah, I mean, it, just a just a combination of just training, etc. Like, I joined the club then, joined Altmore in, in September, I think it was September 19, something like that. And it's just kind of rolled and snowballed away from there then, effectively. Yeah. Just kept progressing. Yeah. I think, like, I think that, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound like a cliche, but it's like, people say the consistency is key and it is it's, you've got to oh, be, it is in everything you do you know yeah you've just got to be consistent in your training um you you can't just have these peaks and troughs all the time so if you if you get a consistent base behind you then it makes a lot of the you'll just naturally progress over time i i found anyway yeah and then you'll uh, digress really fast as well like i've done as well because like we said last week i've run 5k in 23 minutes and then when I had like a gap, maybe only six months, and then it's back up to thirty minutes before you know it. Yeah, uh, I think it's like I think it's one of the biggest frustrations that people I know tend to have is like when when people get injured or when people get ill, they immediately go down the hat that the rabbit hole of oh my god I've lost all my fitness etc. But you never really lose it from from my experience anyway because like a lot of last year for me was difficult i had niggles injuries etc and you don't you don't really lose it you just lose it and then you unlock it do yeah. you know what i mean like you just kind of you got to unlock it again yeah a lot of it mental with that as well it's like yeah you just mentally think that you're you've lost that fitness and you like the first 5k you go back it so, feels so hard mm. mentally then it can be a barrier to try and get over again yeah. yeah, it's the same oh, as yeah. Back. Like when I go back, if you go back a stone heavier, you don't consider that stone as something that's weighing you down and slowing you down as well. And you say, well, I should still be able to do that twenty three because I've done it before. But I'm I'm also a stone heavier, so I've got to add some time on for that as well, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. What's next then, Nick? What's two twenty twenty four? Um. Well. We we'll start with 2023 first, in the sense of me and oh. Nick are doing Telford 10. Yeah, you've got Telford 10. When's that now? That's the 10th, 10th of December. Is that a big race then, or is that what you guys are just leaning into at the moment? Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's a big race in terms of the field, like in terms of the amount of people who do it and the quality involved in it. Is It's a big race. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, go back three months ago, it wasn't on my original plan of races to do. I think... I think Swansea Bay for me back in September went so well that I was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to give another crack at this sooner rather than yeah. later. And obviously, 
couple of the boys who, you know, the likes of John, etc., who want who kind of are already signed up to do it, were like, Oh, we'll get involved in this and give it a bash and we we were like, Okay, why not? You know. We it doesn't clash with any of the races, it doesn't clash with the cross country race for the club, so why not? Yeah, I think it's just falling at the right time for us, isn't it? And so yeah. it's something different as well, never been there, never done it. And it is advertised as the fastest technically the fastest ten K because of so many people run sub thirty last year. So yeah. The fastest ten K. But yeah. that's not us, that's because of the people <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think the elite I think the elite level for it, isn't it, is something I remember seeing it when we were trying to sign up. The elite level is you've got to have run a sub thirty. And to compare that to like what we call elite runners in Wales is probably like sub thirty two or whatever, do you mean? So it's another level on top of what we already think is fast. So that's 2023. Is that a wrap then for 2023? Uh, yeah. I mean, after that then, uh, there's obviously like some of the festive races that happen between Christmas and just before Christmas and the New Year's. You've got the likes of the Post Call Lions run. You've got North Gallen. I mean, I'm not doing North Gallen, but there's the odd festive race that happen over Christmas yeah. that I'll do. But... You know, I won't be looking at to go, oh, I've got to run this sort of time or whatever. I kind of said, I've kind of made up my mind already in terms of like once Telford's done and out of the way with, in terms of like structured training and sessions, etc. I won't do anything then until January, probably. Just take um, over. Yeah, 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 yeah just take over, yeah. I'll be the same, just ease off. Like say, I'll probably do a couple of festive ones. Actually, I did sign up yesterday, me and Harvey, to the Post Call Lions Boxing Day. Oh, it's open, is it? It's open, yeah. Went online. Harvey okay. reckons he's going to beat me, so that's the chance. Harvey's playing, isn't he? Harvey's sub he is 19 the other day. He's whipping round the bin now, so it could be a push for me. I'm yeah. Old, no doubt. What's the lion? Over got? the shorter distances, he might have you, Nick. You are? Over the shorter distances, he might have you now. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it might be a bit of a push for him because he's only banging out the odd 5k, so that extra. But he's also doing that on his own. Yeah. Not in a race environment. All right, you're supposed to back me. It's like when Simba went back to Pride Rock, wasn't it? He's come to take the rightful place as king, Harvey Playo. Oh, God. No, it'd be good to see, actually. It'd be good to see if he. Yeah, what is that? How far is it? It's six and a half K advertised, Dad. It's basically. From the high tide and back as well. So just a run. It's a good laugh. Nothing festive about mm. it. It's just on Boxing Day, is it? On Boxing Day, yeah. Yeah. I think the money goes towards charity, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's like good. That. The Lions is a society, and it? It's like the charitable organization or whatever. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. Park Run. Is there Park a run. bigger advocate of Meister Park Run than Nicky Bennett? Well, I haven't done it as many times as Nicky Pulio for a start. Yeah, I'm not far off. Long as me. I'm not far off, no. Um, I mean, well, you know, like we were just on about. So, like, that's where when people talk to me about, like, running, when did you start running, etc. That's that's kind of where I refer back to is, like, Parker number one. I mean, that was where that was where I got the bug for it. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it, like, it works in so many ways for so many different people. Yeah. So... There's, there's like, number one, there's the social aspect to it. And that's the main reason why it probably draws back people like me, Nick, and loads of other people that we know. The reason why they always go up there every weekend, regardless, rain or shine, it could be 
pouring it down and there's people still be up there. There's the social aspect of it that, that's the most important one, I would say. Um, you know, we mentioned earlier around like the, you know, that weekly barometer to see like where you are. If you are like just starting out and running and whatever, I would honestly say like if you are just starting out and you are like a competitive person, that's kind of your ticket to kind of see like, okay, every Saturday now, I'm going to push myself here and I'm going to see what time I can run. And you can, you can use it every Saturday for free to see where you are in terms of your ability, et cetera, how, you, how your training's going, et cetera, and whatever. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's so much more than that as well. Because, like, you know, I met, I met li- like, lifelong friends, and I genuinely mean that, through Parkrun. Um, I got into the club, the running club, through Parkrun, through knowing people there. Yeah. And it, it's just a... It's just a snowball effect. Do you know I mean like you get into a running club and then you just get to know other people, etc. And then you you bring other people on board and say like, oh, come up to Parkrun with me. Like my best mate come up to Parkrun with me just after COVID, and now he's a member of the club and now he thoroughly enjoys it. And it's just it's just that snowball effect. Do you know I mean like you got to be prepared to take the take the first step in terms of going up there and you know not knowing people, etc. Yeah, it can be daunting, like, aren't it? Especially like- absolutely, yeah. Even if you're from the yeah. state, more so if you're from the area, I'd imagine it's a little bit more daunting as well, isn't it? But you see everyone doing it, and like I, I don't do my stake as much now since I moved away. But um, it's like everyone, all the different people doing it, and you get the same. Yeah. What's what? Yeah, that's. Ivy's on the corner. It's free. It's free. You just turn up. No pressure. Just. Walk if you want to, jog if you want to, yeah. race it if you want to. You know, it's yeah. just it's just such a brilliant initiative. You know, it's not just you know my stakes doing great no, stuff. Jay in the fields, they're doing great stuff up there, getting people up over into the Ogmore Vale. We got Puscall, yeah. we got Ford's local, and it's a good option for us. Like Nicky said, it's just turn up. You don't have to be quick. You don't have to be front end. There's just so yeah. many. And I think it's brilliant. It gets people so, like Nicky said, it gets so many people started and into their running journeys. Yes, yeah. it gets a lot of negative as well. I've seen, you know, a lot of people poo-poo it a bit, but for me, it's just a great initiative that mm. the UK has started and it's now worldwide. It's just free. You know, why, do they, they, um, why do they poo-poo it? Uh, I don't, not, I don't know. Just a lot of people little bit take the piss out of it because it's too relaxed in a way sometimes i suppose some people yeah. don't like but that oh it's nice and sharpener after you know what it's like training on your own for the week as well you never oh, you need a little competitive God. brush as well yeah. don't know yeah yeah anyway yeah exactly there's 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 that raging debate that always seems to happen as well between people in terms of like is it a race is it not a race i mean you make it a race. Always a race, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, if, if you want to take a competitive, if you're a competitive person and you're happy to kind of push yourself on that, you know, I I did. When I first started going up there every Saturday, that is what I would do. I would push myself to see how fast I could do four laps of the Welfare Park. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is literally what I did. But, you know, you can't, you shouldn't poo-poo people down because that's what they want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's only when... It's only when, you know, I personally find that some people can become quite, it's be all and end all, do you know what I mean? And I just think like, you've got to, you've got to learn to 
embrace it. I mean, not not make it your be all and end all. I think the other thing I was going to mention as well is when you were talking around like how brilliant. It is, I think I think I can speak for a lot of people where we, it was it was quite evident how much we missed it during COVID. Because yeah, it was something like it was something like a year and a half where we didn't have it in Wales, yeah. and that was a huge miss. I mean, it was for me personally the yeah. fact that like it was my it was my out it was my outlet and avenue to see people who live at my stake, such as Nick and such as whoever. Do you mean? And other than that, you don't have that avenue unless you physically text somebody and say, "Oh, do you want to meet up for a run here or whatever?" Do you mean? And aside from that, that was we we were missing it for eighteen months or so. We yeah. just didn't have it. Yeah, it's um. I think it's a good next step. Because Couch to 5K, I know so many people that have benefited from Couch to 5K as well. And I think it's a nice little next step after Couch to 5K as well. It's like an end goal for Couch to 5K is to do the local park run after it. And we often yeah. see people on my social media that mention they're doing Couch to 5K and then 13 weeks later, they're zipping around the park without um without any stops. Like, and I think a lot of the training programs do do that. They have the the graduation five uh, k yeah. or whatever it is. They do have it at a, at a park run. I mean, a cl- our club, uh, our club, when it does its zero to hero campaign, it will often end with um, a five k down Portscore Park Run. That is more often than not where the graduation happens. So yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense because it's also like it's the you know, Postcode Park Run, if we're going to talk about that, is like Postcode Park Run is just, it's like my stay with five to six times as many people. Yeah. And it's been going longer. It's got a bigger, bigger local community, so so to speak. And it's just. It's good for PBs as well. It's, Speaking from experience. Yeah, well, it's better than my stay. It's a <laughs> course. But it's not the flattest course you'll get. I mean, you know, Nick will probably vouch for me. It's not. It's not yeah, that's in the, the middle. Uh, take it out, deal. Yeah. And I'm yeah. done it's always the weather down there. It could be a dumbest. Yeah, yeah. Once you turn around, once you turn around, around Rest Bay, and you've got that false flat, then back up to where the highest point is, and then you're down then into the finish. New, but yeah, it's a, it's certainly a damn sight easier than my stake anyway. There we are. Happy days. Nice one, Nick. We'll take a break now, and then we'll zoom back in for a couple of bits and bobs before we wrap it up. <laughs> right, welcome back. Um, Nick, what's going on in Africa with Ardis Giza? Ooh, yeah. Uh, update this week. Well, we're two weeks on from our last episode. So he is now, I have to look at my notes on this to make sure, he is now into Togo, into his ninth country of the trip so far, which is just insane. He's uh, about... 9,000 Ks down with 7,000 Ks still to go. It's just insane. That's a lot. His latest post, you see it, he's saying he's open to finish in Tunisia now in February, which I still don't see how he's going to do that because, like you pointed out on his Instagram, what's he got yet to come back? A lot of sand. A lot, a of lot sand. and a lot of sand. Which is obviously going to slow him, I'd imagine. I had a quick try to look on Google Earth, and as you can imagine, the Google Earth kind of content on it is not fantastic either, which I think says a lot about the terrain in the first place. He's not built for being under the sun for 12 hours a day. 
We know that. But he's got to win. Leachy sent me the photo, didn't he? He's got to run basically the length of New Zealand, Greece, and Italy just to get to the point where he turns the Sasko and up into Africa again. He's having to go, he's had to divert sort of across these countries now because he couldn't go straight because of the issues he would come into going up. So he's having to do like a bit of a hook up and around, which is obviously making it harder. Yeah. But I did see it. He's now up to 88,000 rays, so he's getting there. It's, you know, he's getting obviously more profile on it and hope he keeps going well. Yeah. He should get on. He did, he liked, um, I, post, I posted about the sand the other day, didn't I? And he did like it. So he has clocked eyes on the podcast. So we keep nagging him and maybe we'll get him on. Yeah, hopefully we'll get him on one day if he's still going and maybe at the end, I don't know, see if he'll got two minutes for us. Yeah. Just dip in and dip out in there. It'd be great. Yeah, it would. A bit, um, bit wild. He's a bit, ro- bit rowdy, isn't he? But I think you need to be rowdy to <laughs> run the length of Africa, really, don't you? Yeah. Right. The importance, for you guys will know differently, the importance of seconds when it comes to your finishing times and stuff like that. Minutes. Like we said the other day, Nick, 259.59 is sub three. But if you add three, zero, zero, and one second. There's just two seconds later. You're mad at yourself. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it's mad. That's, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I think, Nick, I don't know. I think it's more important, shorter distances. So, like, five and 10K, definitely. It's like, it comes into seconds. Like, so if you're aiming for 36, 30, you want to be like under it, which is going to be sort of my aim for Telford. And I get 36, 32, I'd be devastated, even though it's like three seconds. I'd be gutted. You know, yeah. I reckon it's like, that's yeah, why. No, no, I agree. It's, it's, when, it's, when you, it's when you miss out on barriers as well. So yeah. if you miss out on a barrier by a couple of seconds. Um, so, like, I, I, I can give an example of that from this year. Nick was there. I think he was a bit, you were a bit, uh, you might be a bit worse for wear, Nick, but race for victory. Oh. Race for victory. He was there on the last corner, and uh, so into the going into that race. So I kind of set myself a goal of oh, I'll have a stab at sub sixteen or whatever. Yeah. And got over the line. Stopped my watch. Didn't know. Didn't really know where I was at the time because it was such a hard effort. Looked at my watch and it was bang on sixteen dead. So then immediately then and the boys who I know will vouch for me on this. Literally, all I wanted to do for about fifteen minutes was get somebody to get on their phone, get the live timing results up, and see if it would go under sixteen. And when the chip results come out, then yeah, it was a fifteen fifty nine. And I literally, I surprised the whole of Whitchurch didn't bloody hear me in the library because it was because uh, that's what that's what you mean in terms of like I would have been I would have been happy that I was done sixteen dead and it would have been a PB for me. But the fact that it was a fifteen fifty nine. Get that and sub sixteen bracket is like, I just uh, you kind of blew my mind a bit. I mean, but yeah, that's where the importance of seconds are. I know of you know people who've missed out on goals etc. This year by seconds, and it's yeah. it's it can, that's it. Can be gutting, like even though, like you say, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a law. No, no. As well. I just don't understand how yeah. you can. I don't understand how Pacers can do it either. How can you guarantee me you're going to run this in 23 minutes? I don't understand. You can't do I, it. I, yeah. It defies science. 
say you're pacing a 5k, like I've paced, plus call a few years, a couple of the club members, and I wanted sub 40, so set off, and then you just work it out, and it was four minutes a k, right, we run 355s. It's like being an athlete, so then, obviously, I'm not extending myself then at that pace, but obviously, same for the pros, they're only running and they're not extending themselves to what they're pacing, so that's what they yeah. yeah. How come pacers are not... Are pacers pros as well? Do they compete as well? Like, if you can pace yeah, in... Kip, Kipology, can't you just run the same? Chalky. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of them guys will be people that train with him, so know him well, know what he wants, know what rhythm, what pace for the first quarter, half, etc. So... But they they'll they'll be in races themselves and in their own you know merit they're good runners like this weekend now is Valencia Marathon yeah. and Jake Smith is in the British boys there yeah. so the well it's not the British it's the Paris Olympics qualifying time two oh eight so I know he's pacing a chunk there for Phil Sesman and Johnny Meller so that'd be interesting see if yeah he's on coming back as well Jake isn't he so. Yeah, Keep an eye on Jake. It'd be nice to get him on as well if we could at some point. Yeah, he's made a good comeback yeah. from our injury. Right, dressing for the second mile. Someone you taught me, I think, Nick, many moons ago. And someone yeah. I've struggled with now is turned winter and I'm actually training and I'm out at half past five, six in the morning in a beanie and gloves and a hoodie. And then by the time I get like to the second mile... I'm like Dean Portman in the penalty box on Mighty Ducks. It's slipping <laughs> off everywhere. It's po- it's, but you can't start the first mile, invest in shorts. Like. You could if you were nuts, but no, it's, again, it's a, it's a tricky one. Like for us, Nick, you know, it's like, especially on like easier, slower runs, you need to, be, you need to start warm. And then like yeah. you are... You know, mile or two in, take your jacket off, tie around your waist for like for like effort. And I like tomorrow down the street, we're going to meet with club. I'd imagine like we'll be in t shirt when we because yeah. we're hard and hard effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah, I mean, like, I'm a I'd probably say I'm a bit of a serial sweater when it comes to running, so I don't really wear a lot of layers at all. So, like, today, for example, it's like when I went for my run today, I think it's like four degrees, I just went out in a t shirt and gloves on. That was it. And I did you get are. some looks. Yeah. You, are, man. you were always in a t-shirt. And we go, <laughs> go the other way, yeah. And you'll have Stevie all the way there tomorrow. He'll have it. Four layers. He'll have four eight. layers with his, uh, his uh, thing on as well. His new defenders. He's a cold man. He's a freezer in him. <laughs> Be there with his yerm after tomorrow, and he? He's pink. Yeah. He'll have four but, times um, on a G lead a lot. <laughs> yeah, he will. He will. But yeah, I, I mean, like, I... I I don't really wear a lot of layers at all. And when I went out earlier today, I did get some looks from like people. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to. I running past in a t-shirt, but you know, I don't regret it at all because I felt so comfortable in terms of like it wasn't sweating at all. I mean, within a mile or so, you're warm. Yeah. yeah. Gloves get warm as well, don't they? Like, yeah, 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 your hand. Yeah. I need them all and my hands get freezing. Yeah. Like I got an issue. Yeah. I think I'm getting... I think like on that bit, I think I'm getting. I think it's getting worse as I'm getting older. I mean, like I I feel the cold more oh. now than I did probably like four or five years ago. So I do wear gloves more often now when I'm running than I ever used to. But uh, yeah, some I even some days I'll still be 
I'll still be sweating like mad. You have even on got a lot less insulation that you've lost over the years as well with your um, commitment to running as well. Yeah, yeah. I often get told by my family that I'm a shell of the man I used to be. Well, I'm sure there's a sentiment, nice sentiment in there somewhere. <laughs> there is a sentiment in there somewhere, yeah, definitely. Okay. What I've noticed recently as well is... And I can say this, I think, because I had a spin of being a running content creator at the start of the year, didn't I? Influencer, whatever you want to call it. But running influencers, content creators, are starting to remind me of Alan Shearer when they're filming themselves. Because, you know, the Alan Shearer <laughs> celebration, the one arm in the air? And they're just running with their phone wheel, and it just looks like they've just scored a belter from 30 yards, and they run into the centre half to find Rob, <laughs> to find Rob Lee. I don't know, use a stick or something. Get some better footage. Back. You're throwing it back now with them names. Nicky will know they are. Nick, oh, Alan Shearer, that's about it. You know Alan Shearer's celebration, obviously, with one arm. Yeah, 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 I know that one, yeah. They've all just they got their phone and they like, just looks like uh, they're off looking for Darren Peacock to have a hug after scoring a belter from 30 yards. Use a stick or make better content, I don't know. I was going to work harder. Or one of those Insta 360s, don't it? Yeah, but some of the ones that are using their phone, I don't know, you've got 30,000 followers, make a bit more effort, like, do you know what I mean? Use that money. <laughs> Buy invest invest a Invest. But yeah, invest. Right. Play over, got this or that. Do you want it to fire out? Right, Nick, we're going to have a little quick fire, this or that review now, just... Quick few questions, running related, this or that. Right, so number one, topical, because you've put it in the group today. Ks or miles? Kilometres. Idiot. <clears throat> it's the way I started. That's how I started. So it's kind of like I've never changed it. That's the reason. I know. Next one. A finisher tee or a lower fee? Ooh. Um, I do like a t-shirt because it stops me buying t-shirts. So I'd say yeah. it's t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one, a session or long run? Oh, long run. Long run all day long. All day long. Easier. <laughs> Literally all day long. Shorts or half tights? Shorts. Any <laughs> bloke who wears half tights has got something wrong with them, in my opinion. How, you, how anybody can go out in half tights be, is beyond me. <laughs> He's getting all these wrong. <laughs> <laughs> next one, pizza or pasta? Uh, pizza. Runners not or not? A runners not. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, right. I confess. I've never actually done a runners not before. No, you don't use it. No, I don't. No, I don't. I literally just lace, lace up my trainers like I would my normal pair, pair of kicks or whatever. So, Game not. Changer. Game changer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. You don't know it either. Come <laughs> <laughs> inconsistent. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard it mentioned. Like, I, I've never done it. I've never done it. Plus, game changer. Mango, so, like, next one. <laughs> no, that's Ben Kio. <laughs> next one, Nick. Summer or winter? For running. For running? Yeah. Winter. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I. Welsh Castle's really this year. That was uh, not fun. <laughs> the yeah, that was, that was the run was ridiculous. That was too much. And last one, would you rather run the same loop every run or a treadmill? 
same loop. Same loop. Same loop. Yeah. I would probably go for that as well. The, the thing is, is where I've just moved to, I don't really have a lot of choice because to kind of loop back to my house, I have to kind of go through the same sorts of streets in Brackla, etc. Yeah, so I've kind of, got the same start and finish to my runs, my easy runs every day now. A bit like my stick, you've got just top road and bottom road, haven't you? So. Exactly. Nice, mate. You've got most of them wrong, but... <laughs> right. Unless I will have a couple of the question and answers from Instagram and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, God. It's the worst bit now. We keep it, we keep it clean. Which has been quite challenging with the really? syndicate members, really? I think. I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder where that's come from. But what's the hardest race you've done? Um, that I can that I can immediately think of. I, I, I we just mentioned it. So Welsh Castles relay, as amazing as that weekend was in terms of conditions to run, it was un, it was almost unbearable. I mean. Nick's leg, Nick run leg 10, so he was off at like four in the afternoon. My leg was like midday. Yeah, you was bad. It was, it, was, it was something like 29 degrees with 60% humidity. And I've never felt so, I've never felt so drained after a run than that day for whatever reason. The build up into it from my, from my own training point of view wasn't great, but it was just... It was just so hot. Like, it was just unbearably hot. It's not just that either. It's just, it's the route as well, isn't it? Like, people are yeah. Castles is such a tough relay race over yeah. 22 days. And, like, you was leg three, which is a mountain stage, and they're just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I think it was like, from what I've seen from other people's legs, I think for the mountain stages, it wasn't the hardest, but the heat just got to me so bad. It was just crazy. I just could, I just cannot, I, like, I have, vi- I have nightmares about that. That, rate, that run. The rest of the weekend is amazing, though. I mean, what an event, you know, to, to go and to be part of this year. That's yeah. unbelievable, do you mean? Good. Right, we've got one. It's a good question, actually, from Ivan Holloway. Um, Ivan or Ivan it is, isn't it? Yeah. What advice would you give yourself as a 13-year-old who enjoys running? Um, well, I didn't really enjoy running when I was 13, but if I went back, I mean, it's it, it, this, the constant thing you come back to. And I, I talk to people who I, you know, kind of like kind of parked it and got back into it now recently. is like the first thing you've got to be able to do, you've got to be able to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy what you do. You can't be going out there every, how many times you train, two, three times a week or whatever. You can't be going out there and going, oh, so I guess, oh, this isn't for me. Do you mean you've got to, You've got to enjoy it first and foremost. If you don't enjoy it, put that energy you've got into something else. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I honestly don't think you can you can kind of get really good and get into it properly if you don't enjoy it. No, um, that's fair. We've all been in positions probably in the past where we've been in situations, etc., where you're, you're doing something because you have to do it, not because you want to do it. Do you yeah. mean? And, you just you you're not going to get satisfaction out of it. So I think the the key thing you want to get involved with is being able to enjoy it. I think I I enjoy going for a run. Do you mean like even if it's fifteen miles or three miles, I enjoy the release it gives me and the the space it gives me more than anything. Yeah, especially as a young age like that, like just no pressure and yeah, it's right. the enjoyment. Yeah. Didn't it? Same with the football. I think like. 
kids' football is some of them are playing four or five nights a week at the moment. Just yeah. too much. I'm sucking enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And you're going to chuck it back now. Resent it. Mm. Yeah. Good. Um, are you ever going to shave your legs pre race again? <laughs> um well if i take if i if i hold my edge if i hold my bet to steve holloway that i will eventually do a triathlon one day then i'll have to and i because you don't do a triathlon without shaving your legs do you well i did well, <laughs> man, I did. Uh, there you go. There you go. Maybe I'll be able to take a page out of your books. Yeah, I was going to say, Blackie, that's why we must be rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the surfing wetsuit I wore, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if it got you through, if it got oh. you through the event, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, yeah, I mean, never rule it out. Never rule it out. Right? Never rule it out. There was a question as well about the podcast. Um, not a podcast. This is a podcast. Two seconds. Bear with me. Someone did ask who would hypothetically win in the triathlon out of the two Nickies. Ooh. Well, I've never been. I've never been on the bike with Nick. I've never <laughs> been in the pool with Nick. No, I was meant to as well, but we didn't really see too much of each other. Hands down, is him. Yeah, you are. Hands down, is you. Me? Yeah, you're in the pool a lot. No, not recently. Like, you're a way quicker runner. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I reckon you could be a bit of a hustler. No, He's a hustler in everything you he does. Bike, you? you got that gravel bike coming you, Nick. Yeah, which is in that shed, hardly used. Yeah, well, that's what mine is at the minute as well, but, you know. It's too cold for a bike. <laughs> um, I think... We'll end it nicely, actually. When's the Tash disappearing? Uh, it's, well, we're filming this on a Tuesday, so it'll be disappearing on the Friday. It should be yes, disappeared by the time it comes December. out. November, how yeah. much have we raised so far? We can pop the links everywhere for you as well. That's yeah. fine. You do it every yeah, year. So, so do you want to just finish on November, maybe? Yeah, yeah. so obviously... I'll push the boys in there. They've done a great job. Yeah, so this I think this year we've we really smashed out the park. It's, so Tom Mahoney, who's a good friend of mine, he's kind of our kind of our leader of the group, etc. So he does it every year and has done it for a couple of years. I think I've done it. I think this is the third year. I think I've done it now. Um, so you know, it's part is about a group of ten or twelve of us who kind of get involved with it and grow or attempt to grow a moustache for the attempt. for the whole of November. Yeah. So oh, trust me, see some of the boys. It is an attempt. It is an attempt. It's not great, but um, yeah. We so I think this year we've raised over two thousand pound already. That's so class, wow. Really, amongst amongst ten people, it's really really good. That's so um, really good boys. Yeah, I think we've got now. We've got on Thursday. We've kind of got a social run. All of us who kind of grown the moustache, etc. And we'll kind of meet up on the Thursday, and then it'll be gone on Friday. Excellent. It's, it's, Christmas. it's Christmas then, isn't yeah. it? I did yeah. last episode. I did have a moustache, didn't I? And then my brother sent me a photo of Pete Doherty with a moustache looking really rough. So I shaved it off the next day. <laughs> that was enough. Yeah. Well, I've had a couple of people tell me recently I look like Freddie Mercury. So. <laughs> that could be another all-new podcast. Who does Nicky look yeah. like with a moustache? Yeah. I'm surprised that question didn't come in on the Q&A, to be honest with you. There were a couple, but... Does Nicky think he's Freddie Mercury? Does Nicky? There's a lot of bunny-related ones, but I, I wonder where they've come from. 
Good, very good. I'm not doing myself any favours today on that front. Uh-huh. I'm not doing myself any favours on that front. I uh, I shit out of a session with the boys today because my legs are still feeling a bit after cross-country. It's all right. We've got to look after or listen to our bodies. Exactly, exactly. I'm not compromising anything now. What? Te- te- what are we, 10 days we from Telford, Nick? Yes, something like that. It's not long. 10, 11 days, so yeah. not taking any chances now. There we are. Excellent. Thank you very much for coming on, Nick. It's been a pleasure yeah. rolling up to nearly an hour. Um, Good luck with Telford. Lovely to see you in your yeah. moustache. And I'll see you thank soon. You yeah, thank you, boys. I will uh, speak to you all soon. Yeah, cheers, Nick. I'll see you tomorrow. You will see me tomorrow. Yeah, fantastic. Nick, over to you. Yeah, uh, that is it for this week's episode two. Uh, hopefully you've all enjoyed again and... We will see you on a start line somewhere soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Take care.